Welcome to Your Trash Weekly for your weekly dose of trash. And this week is very special. We have two guests. Kai and Anna Maria is back. And Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi Anna Maria. Hi Kai. Hello. Yeah, Hello, we are yeah, Stephanie and Laura. Yeah, we are doing a real special show today because we are live on Clubhouse. So it's kind of exciting and new to us, but hopefully everything will go well, right? So far, I'm liking it. Yeah, right? It's I really easy like to... how it sounds. It yeah. sounds very clear. Like last night, we talked with Nana Maria for a test, and it was so super easy. We could just... I was just going to say that. No no vacuum cleaner noises, nothing <laughs> between us. <laughs> Do you guys remember the last time when we recorded Anna Maria and her... I think we blamed her headset. It sounded like the jets were landing from time to time on her voice. Yeah, or vacuum cleaner. <laughs> or a vacuum cleaner. It's like, and my house was not even vacuumed afterwards. Oh, and then, Maria, why are you so clean? Stop! <laughs> I can't stop vacuuming even during a podcast. It's like one of your COVID compulsion. You just gotta go and vacuum. Oh my gosh, during COVID, I did actually. <laughs> I did the opposite. It's like, what's the point? No one's gonna come to my house now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our habit. We only clean up, uh, and it looks like a freaking show when some people come over, like a, you know, like an open house. But before that, it's like, God, we live in like, kind of like this, you know, crack house or something. <laughs> Did you wash your windows, though? Wash your windows? What the hell? It's very European. I don't do that in here anymore. It's the US. <laughs> wash your windows. Okay, by the way, I have sometimes cleaners come to my house when we both work because we just don't have time to clean the house. And I asked the cleaners, so can you wash your window, wash my windows? And they looked at me like I'm speaking, like nobody knows what language oh, yeah. because wash the windows. What are you talking about? It's only people in Europe do that. It's yeah, crazy. I, my I mom still to, does it. I have to wash my windows because my cats sit on the windows and I have um, cat nose prints all over my face. That's cute. Yeah, well, we, yeah. Only, we only do the prep when we need to. Okay, guys, so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the music scene and EDMs and how you guys miss parties and all that. God. <laughs> yeah, I miss them so Missing much. Parties. Yeah, I... That sounds uh-huh. You guys yeah, so. been to a lot of events, and I'm gonna confess, I've never been to a EDM music festival before. So I'll be like your interviewer here, if you're okay with that. Cause, yes, go for it. Because I, I'm shamed. I'm, I'm ashamed by this. I'm just like, no, I've never yeah. been to. Because I didn't, I didn't have you guys as a group, and I didn't know very many people. And I'm like, I'm not showing up alone to these things, you know. I think we should maybe start like everybody kind of because. Electronic music is so big. Maybe everybody just will quick say they're like what they're into in in the EDM scene because it's way really really broad if you just say EDM. So I'd like to just no, that's a good idea. Let's start with you, Stephanie. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> yeah, I like I like house, deep house, and um, I, I like really good techno. Um, I'm not into the too fast um, techno that, uh, or or drum bass or anything. I'm I just you know more chill. And then I like some trance, not also not too fast. Like some of it can be too fast for me. Like I'm really like a cosmic gay girl all day long. Um, so that's mine. What's yours, Anamaya? Oh, well, I grew up on Eurodance way back. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my current taste since actually me and you started going out. It's all house, progressive house, progressive, um, trans. Um, I like techno. I like minimal techno. Um, but anything around that. 
I'm not really a trans person always, but there's time and space for that one. But anything yeah. like side trans, too fast for me. I can't just get into it. It would have to be something that really catches my interest. And I'm definitely not trap person. I'll kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. If they play trap, that oh, game is over and we're not friends ever again in my life. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I was going to follow up with that. That I actually like it. But yeah, we are not friends, oh, so... No. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally banned from my, from the room now, so I, I'm just gonna leave. But <laughs> no, I mean, if you like it and it makes you happy, great. But don't right. listen to it. Nah, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's the scene is huge, and I, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go next then. I'm just, I just think, you know, I I like whatever I like. I don't even genre. I don't categorize it by genre very much. But I'm gonna mention artists then, because I love Rufus Del Sol. Like his music to me is like definitely not trap. No, no, that's not <laughs> trap. That's not, I listen to trap when I have to, you know, at work, and I really want to be like, okay, I'm in the mood for it work-wise. Um, when I did art stuff, it really helped, you know. But but if I want to just chill out and listen to something super nice, I listen to Rufus Del Sol type of music. But I also, you know, like trance and Goa. I really like Goa trance. When I found that, I was like, okay, this is awesome. So. Yeah, and my favorite band right now is Sophie Tucker. How about yeah, you, Kai? Oh, yeah, so um, I actually started uh, raving, like, back in high school, like, like late high school. So that was, like, back in the late 1990s. And back then, I was really into, like, industrial, um, heavy metal, like, trance. Um, it's, like, the stuff you listen to, like, in um, the, that movie Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like that, like kind of like loungy, very, um, very soothing kind of for me. But nowadays, like, like after a twenty year hiatus, uh, I'm kind of oh, like, wow. pretty much, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much doing anything now, like, uh, like EDM, like techno, like house, anything. So as long as it feels good, it sounds good. So. Yeah, I'm with Kai on that. I I'm not, I don't discriminate. I don't say I don't listen to anything. I, I just have to hear it and I see if like if it vibes or not, you know. And sometimes different things catch you at different times, so, you know. Yeah, depends on your mood. Yeah. Sure. Should we start with, uh, well, let's start with Stephanie and then maybe like what was your favorite party ever and where was it? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, I think one of my favorites, I, I mean, you can't, you, can, you cannot top this, I think is Groove Cruise for me, because it's just, you don't have to camp, you're on a cruise, you don't have to worry about driving home, you know, you, your your room is literally like just like two stories down, <laughs> and it's music nonstop, and you can choose your music, because um, it's different rooms, different areas on the boat. And you get to travel the world and see beautiful places. And it's a, just a whole boat full of um, really uh, <laughs> fun people. <laughs> Is that what you went on with Anna Maria together? Yeah, I got her to go. I had to like convince yeah, her first, did. but she finally went and she got addicted just like I was. <laughs> so how long this is? How long is the trip? Uh, it's only three nights, four days, and sometimes, and those are terrible if it's a day, even a day shorter. But you couldn't do much longer because I, I know I was gonna sober. say like, well, you have you never <laughs> sleep. No one is sober, and they even warn you like it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Like you need to get your sleep in. You need to make sure that you sleep a little bit. Yeah, even if in the middle of the night is your favorite artist, then you have to make sure you're gonna nap before or. Because some people just stay up the entire time. And I mean, I can't imagine. I'd crash for a whole week after that. How did you like it, Anna Maria? 
It was my top favorite of all time, my entire life. Yeah. I am so addicted to Groove Cruise. I have met the nicest people in my entire life on Groove Cruise. And Stephanie, obviously, she got me into it. And I trust her fully with everything because she knows me so well. So when we went together, I was such a green newbie. I mean, I, we used to party, but this is a whole different level. No, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Your, <laughs> yeah, you can unleash your four-year-old inside and do all the glitter and all the costumes, all the birthday parties you never dress up for. You can compensate for everything in your childhood on this cruise. It's so much fun. And it's you don't so wear normal clothes. Carefree. Like you don't even wear jeans no. or heels or like there's you don't wear any normal clothes the entire time. But you wear time. bikini. That is a cruise, so maybe there is pools and things. I wear pasties sometimes. <laughs> well, in theme parties, so yeah. you just dress up according to the theme. So, but okay. The theme and then a night. Do you theme, you guys so. know me? This is gonna come up when we talk about Tomorrowland. But when you go on this cruise, they're gonna have like an outline of a theme. And so you bring your clothes accordingly or what happens? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes like my favorite theme was, for instance, yeah, there's two themes, a day theme and a night theme. And I think my favorite one was Disney because then I dressed up um, like a character from Alice in Wonderland. And then at nighttime, I just got into my Cheshire Cat onesie, which was perfect. And it's completely such a fantasy land. Your creativity oh, has no limits. It's amazing. Yeah, you see really cool costumes on there. A really, really amazing one. Oh, so people this... put a lot of time into it. People yeah. make their own, so it's a bit of a cosplay yeah. thing. Oh, I love yes, it. It could be. It so... could be. Some people spend so much money and yeah. so much time building their costume. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm a big fan of a cosplay uh, that people do in your video game community. And I think it's awesome that there is like one specifically for these music cruises and. This is awesome. I, I mean, I can't go. Oh God, I'm already tired just thinking about it. I cannot even stay up. I, but I'll, 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 next, next time you guys go, just send me some videos or something. Yeah, I will send you all the videos in 2022. I'm supposed to go in January because it was postponed. But it's like my first group cruise I went on. I mean, I slept a lot more than other people, and I still came home and slept 18 hours straight. I was done. <laughs> Okay. You vacation tired. after that, because you dance all day. Like I got, I got twenty thousand steps one day. Because all you do is dance. You dance to to the buffet. You dance to breakfast. Then you yeah. dance downstairs to your room. You dance everywhere because music's coming out of everywhere, and it's great music. So you can't. Yeah. And the people are all in a good mood, and everyone's dancing. So you literally, you lose weight. And then people post there's a Facebook group, and people actually post like that's the only. Where you truly lose weight because <laughs> you just yep. dance all no, day. That's so, to eat. <laughs> this is why I listen to EDM, guys. This is my secret. I lose weight just listening oh. to the damn thing. It's crazy. Like, you know, yeah. it, it really gets your heart pumping and your body metabolism speeds up. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, this is my secret. But yeah, so if I go on this cruise, I'll be a skeleton when I come home. But yeah, but anyway, <laughs> let's just plan one time we go together as girls. And then I get to, you know, go and then I'll hey. be the only one who's like, Nora is sleeping <laughs> again. Guys. Yeah, fuck her. You can go too. Dress up as what? We'll, we'll find costumes for you, don't worry. Trust me. They, get, they tell you the themes. They, they tell you the themes. No, Kai will come too. I meant just girls, like, like just the people without kids, obviously. You know, like my life has to be separated into the fun people. Okay? Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. Kai, you're one of the girls now. So... <laughs> Alright, but no painting my nails, my nails, okay? Aww. <laughs> That's the least we can do. Okay, maybe if I'm drunk. 
Oh, you won't be sober. Trust me. Nobody's sober. <laughs> no one is sober. You'd feel awkward on this cruise if you were sober. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, like, um, so none of you have gotten to like any of these like parties, like the like festivals by yourselves. Well, I've gone to EDC, but not like by myself. Of course, with friends. But yes, I've gone to EDC and those kind of festivals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my gateway was going to EDC, but then once you meet people from Groove Cruise, a lot of them go to the same festivals that you you go to. And I travel for music, so I'll meet all the people that I meet on Groove Cruise randomly everywhere, or we plan group get get togethers together. So I haven't really gone to a festival like all by myself, but I would travel by myself and then meet up with people that I know. No, that's what I love about it. That you know, Sophie Tucker calls their followers the freak fam. It is a bit like a family. Isn't it like you guys are like sharing the it's music? A, it's yeah. I mean, it's with, um, I think with anything where people are coming together because of a shared like, you know, you just connect and and it's kind of a little family. Like, oh, you like the same stuff I do, you know, and you inst- instant connection. So people in the EDM scene or this music scene are nice, aren't they? I love that. Yeah, there is. Ah, oh, I can't think of what's the um, what's the slogan? Oh my God, I can't believe plur. I can't think of it. Yeah, plur. Peace, love. Peace, love, unity, and um, respect. respect. Yeah. yeah. So respect. I don't know of any other any other um, uh, part where people have like actually a slogan. Like, do they have that in the gaming industry or gaming people or like where they have a slogan? <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the gaming people's slogans. Uh, we, we, that's not all right. No. What we're going to do is, uh, yeah, gaming people, they, they are different. But bless their heart, they are actually like, you know, a lot of us game devs are super open and there's a lot of support for gay communities and a lot of people are in the game dev community are gay. And, and I think that's why I made a connection that, oh, game dev must mean also you're into electronic music because it has, without spoken it out loud, you know, the same idea to me. It's you're welcome no matter what, and you can come to work with your pink hair. Kind of like, you know, you can go to your cruise and you're like, live your real self. Maybe a little bit more exaggerated on the cruise, but. There's a lot of gamers on the cruise. There's a lot of people who love gaming. There's a lot of people who love anything on that cruise. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. but you know, gamers, gamers sometimes have a dark side. Uh, game, you know, people get bad rap and stuff like that, but game devs, specifically the people who make the games, are super nice and it's a very cool kind of little community actually but yeah no slogan just yet let's invent one <laughs> we'll we'll come up with one Hi, kai are you part of the gaming or not yeah so i used to um game professionally like uh oh. league of legends and starcraft wow. so yeah but after a while i've kind of like i started to lean towards more of like making games instead of like playing them so as i got older so yeah it's kind of weird <laughs> no he's a yeah you're an engineer right so you're actually on the deaf side and yeah yeah totally like so when i went to like um some of the like festivals around san francisco um i met some of the people there and then i later found out that they work in the same office as i do so i'm kind of like oh you're here okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep oh wow yeah, so everybody's kind of connected, yeah. How, how come you took a 20-year hiatus from electronic music? Or is there a reason? Uh, so mostly, mostly just like, uh, like I didn't have money and it was expensive. So it <laughs> yeah. started to get expensive. And yeah. uh, 
like I just started college, so I was stressed out. So, and nobody I knew liked like liked it. Every all my friends who liked it, they went off to like like New York or something to like somewhere else. So I didn't have anybody to go with. So yeah, yeah it was just kind of weird, and I just kind of stopped. And then I got into gaming and all this other stuff other than raving. So I can relate to that because when I was in college, I was super poor. And I couldn't really afford to go to festivals or anything like that. And Swedish House Mafia had huge concert, and then I could never go. And all these amazing events were happening, so I kind of got out of the scene because when I moved from Europe to US, and I was just struggling, I didn't have you know a lot of resources to pursue what I like. I had to work. I had to you know make everything just work with my budget. So when I graduated college and I moved to Florida. I finally started getting slowly back into like attending events. But then when I met Stephanie, it was like I met somebody who totally understands where I'm coming from and what I like. It was just such a happy meeting because we had so many common interests when it came to music. And then we started going out more. And this was just an epic reintroduction for me, which was I'm really grateful for because those years when I didn't do events or didn't really listen to a lot of that music, it was just I didn't feel like myself. Oh, yeah, that I can. I can see how that happens, although I never participated in it, now when you really want to. I didn't go because I was so busy at work, and I was for, for the same reasons, the money. I mean, you're gonna, gonna go like, oh, I'm paying $3,000 in rent, what the hell? Like, you know, like, how, how are you gonna fly out to places? But, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's I mean, talk about Europe versus US parties. Stephanie, what's your... <laughs> and Anna Maria, oh. Kai, what you guys' experiences? I don't know who wants to go first, but I'm so curious what you guys, what's the difference and what's the similarities? So the biggest difference, um, what I noticed right away is in Europe, you don't even go out until like midnight. I mean, no, <laughs> you don't go out. Like you don't, it's just you, I don't know, it's crazy. Um, and then in the US, you go out, which is like, actually now that I'm older, I prefer that way, but I wasn't used to it when I first moved and I found it weird. But yeah, you go out obviously earlier. You start going out at eight or you, you know, at least go to a bar and maybe then at 10 you go to a club. But you go out earlier. You, get, you go out at eight. Um, <laughs> in, in Germany, at least, you don't, I mean, and then, but then, you know, the clubs are open all night here. But, um, and then you go out at midnight. And yeah, I mean, the music here is pretty good. Um, but you just, I mean, I lived in LA. You can't, you know, you can't. You have the choice. How big LA is? Um, I don't think I can find this anywhere unless you're in a huge city, maybe in Berlin. Yeah, but what about what about? I mean, all the DJs mostly come from Europe. I mean, they are from Amsterdam, huge scene. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering about that. Like, you know, I mean, obviously the Tomorrowland is gonna be in this is always in Belgium. So yeah, I mean. Europe and Europe yeah. people like the DJs have to fly into the US, you know. But somehow I think the event planning maybe is bigger. Like you have the Love Parade in Germany, right? But then there's not. Are, are there other festivals? I mean Ibiza, I guess. Maybe you guys can talk yeah, about Ibiza. Oh, well, um, the Love Parade was supposed to come back because you know it stopped. Uh, I think five, seven years ago, but it's coming back, and it was supposed to come back this year. But of course, COVID cancelled so hopefully it's making a comeback next year um there's several other festivals too and then of course yes ibiza ibiza have you guys been to ibiza anyone else but stephanie oh yes 
Oh, oh my gosh, tell me about Ibiza is the next one then. Because I, th I heard just British people around here say, we don't even call it Ibiza, we call it Ibiza. And <laughs> Ibiza, oh God. <laughs> There's a Netflix series about the whole party life in Ibiza. Oh, I want to see it. It's really interesting. Please share. And it's called White Lines. God, I'm going to White Lines, huh? Yeah. yeah I wonder lines. what that refers to. Okay, next. No. <laughs> <laughs> But no, there would be no dead. no drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no drugs in the EDs in the EDM scene, huh? No. no. I always no. I always joke that that the um the Groove Cruise, if that boat would ever sink, the value of drugs on that boat is probably more than the boat itself. Oh my gosh, <laughs> please. We don't call it drugs, we call it candy. Candy. That's, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but, Stephanie you know, just got the whole cruise banned for <laughs> outing everyone the cops just thought so far you know it's just candy i mean what's what's the problem with that okay yeah, you get, like when before you go on to the roof cruise you get searched by dogs like, uh -oh. no joke there's dogs yeah okay all right and they still get in all the drugs i mean they get they get quite a few people but um a lot of drugs still get <laughs> so tell me about the difference, uh, the vibe you get in Ibiza and what you get at like, an EDC. What's the difference? I mean, Ibiza to me just seems like beach life forever. Yeah, price but the people I think, the difference. Uh, yeah, the, the price and I think the people are a bit more snobby too in Ibiza. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like weird. I mean, there's Ibiza. more international crowd, but it's just a different vibe. It's, a, it's more posh. Okay. And so these festivals are just more down to earth, more inclusive for everybody. Um, you know, the festivals in Europe, I feel like it had sometimes it has more underground feel, like more people who are really into the scene. The festivals in the US are more showy and they are more to bring the revenue in. You could totally see like everything is for sale and people are dressing up in costumes and all these different things. I think it's just a little bit more commercialized in the US, I feel like. I like everything, but would you say that allows more people to even just go? Because Ibiza, to me, yes. sounds like it's like totally the Euro trash cr crowd, like only, you know, the Monaco kids get to go. And it's like, well, yeah. we want to go too, yeah. you know? And here in the US, you, it sounds like anyone basically almost can afford to maybe go to EDC, right? I mean, that's kind of nice. Well, you have, yeah, you have an, like an early bird owl plan where you can buy a ticket and pay monthly, which is super affordable. So that's why a lot of kids can go because you can see the crowd is just a lot of like early ravers that are just joining the scene. They don't even know what they're doing and they are all over the place, but it's yeah, super affordable. They go because, you know, they can't drink yet. You can go usually at 18, so you can do drugs. <laughs> oh, God, this is a great yeah. man. You can't drink yet, so they do drugs. It's like yeah, the it's whole point for drinking age, uh, This uh, you know, don't talk about the drinking age now, but come on. So they do yeah. drugs. Yeah, that's that's the great yeah, solution. That's okay. yeah. okay. I mean, Anna Maria, do you remember how much the hotels were at Ibiza? They told us the rate and it was insane. It was like 900 euros a night. Mm. Yeah, all of them. At least, yeah. A night. Any there were some other nicer ones that were more expensive. Like so where did you guys stay? On the ship. Yeah, we a, came in something... Course. That's like Groove Cruise, but it was um, called the Art the European, Cruise. The European version of Groove Cruise, yeah. Mm -hmm. And not every cruise like that is made equal. Let me just tell you that. In that case, <laughs> I like the more commercial Groove Cruise feel because it had more going on and it was nonstop music and nonstop events and it was more oh, lively and more inclusive. I will never forget. 
on the on the arc. I will never forget. We were told to turn our music down. <laughs> yes. That would never happen on Groove Awful. Never. Never. If you had music lab, people would come to your room and party with you on Groove Yeah. On arc, yeah. we felt like total outcasts. I put pasties on my shirt, under my shirt. And people were staring at me like, what are you wearing? And these girls were wearing these cocktail dresses and high heels, and I could not <gasps> fathom that. That was Yeah, crazy. they wore normal clothes, yeah. Okay, so it's more like a, I don't even know, it's more like a Vegas thing, right? Like That was that was the European one, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, yeah. It's you get the feel that you just went out Vegas. partying in Vegas, when it's not about the party, but, but about the showing up and trying to go dig. Yeah. parties during the day, too, and these people did not party during the day. They were like old married couples, all lounging on the beach chairs, and just music was non-existent. We were just looking around like, okay, when does the music start? <laughs> and they were all just like walking around and yeah it wasn't it wasn't non-stop music like the groove cruise is non-stop music this one had stops it actually did stop the music so yeah yeah clearly you um, like the groove cruise more so nothing compares to, Groove Cruise to me i must say i preferred the music on the european groove cruise oh the I music was better it. it was much more yeah it was definitely much more techno much more house my style the groove cruise and then the US, um, the people are better, the mood is better, but the uh, music sometimes can be really, really fast trance or almost no house sometimes. Um, so, yeah. It has more genres, yeah. It has more genres to accommodate a lot more people, which not always works out. Like when you want to go listen to something and then on every stage is something you really don't dig, then that, you know, you have to kind of like put up with that. But the think- European music is mostly focused around house and techno, which you know, a lot of these great house of techno DJs come from. So it has that more underground feel and it's more like lucrative and it's just more quality, not as commercial. So that music was phenomenal, but it doesn't fit everybody. That means it's not as inclusive as Groove Cruise would be in that sense. Of course, I don't think has any techno actually now that I think of it. No, barely. Somebody does play like a little harder house or barely like tech house no techno is not really popular. tell me a band or like a, a performer or a dj that does this because i can't i can't place it right now what is this that does, that does what the the house and then the other the techno genre that you, you guys talking won't about. know them you mean well, a, you mean a dj yeah i might know i want to uh, see Stephen if i listen Bonson? to them oh tell me again Stefan Bodson, that's techno mm-hmm. um adam uh, bayer um you always won this house, uh, there's a really good set right now that I keep listening over and over and over on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, share this to me because I want to see what yeah. you guys are talking about as far as genre. Because I want to see, like, huh, I just probably haven't found this because it's not on the commercial, you know, like it's not yeah. on Spotify, maybe available. Like, hey, it just pops up. Yeah, like oh, I got shared it. He's never even heard of, uh, like, he's heard of, of course, EDM, but he thought it's all, like, boom, 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 you know, um, oofta, oofta, oofta music. And then, like, I got him into it, and he's like, oh, my God, there's so much variety and so many genres, and this is actually, he actually likes it, and this now it's all his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me and Jared share a lot of musical styles together. It's awesome. Because he got me into Nora, and we started listening to it together, and I remember sharing sets together, and it was awesome because we loved mm. that kind of style. And then me and you, Steph, share things like Victor Ruiz and all those techno DJs we saw. That was yeah. so much fun. Do you know Do you know Nora on Pure? Nora, you should know that. <laughs> I listened to her recently. But, oh, okay. uh, yeah, what about Kai? Do you listen to her? 
Yeah, yeah, I like her. Kai, do you listen to Nora? Do you know her? Nora? Nora no, Pure? No. No, I don't. Who, I think she is ethereal. She's she's ethereal and she's she has this like you can't just listen to her it's more instrumental stuff and that's all like you you're not going to go and dance to it but i what i like to listen to is just like give me the beat give me the dance give me the fun and that's why i'm like you know so into i guess okay you, who else i like that is a dj uh oliver heldens whenever he remixes something oh, i'm yeah. like oh for you dude you're fun and he does yeah. trappy things so there you go anna maria yeah. I got you. Yeah, he does. And I don't like those, but I like his other stuff. But you would probably like techno or like melodic techno because it has that beat that you can follow and it's a little bit faster. I think maybe you should look into that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I will love it. I, I actually just, just give me anything that is a little bit of a fun and I find my way into it. What about you, Kai? Who's, who's uh, yeah, your favorite artist right now? I like if, we, if what do you listen to? Maybe I know them. Uh, most I think you guys know it's uh, above and beyond. They've been around for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen them. I've seen them. It's, it's like uh, it's like yeah, too. Like I wanted to go to their weekender like two weeks, two years ago, but I was still stuck in uh, Europe after uh, Tomorrowland. So, but like they say, it was the most amazing like festival ever. I was like, oh, I missed out so much on them. I was regretting yeah. not going to the Gorge to see them. I heard yeah, so that many one, yeah. Things yeah that's that's the one so because it happened like a like a weekend after tomorrow man so yeah i couldn't that's couldn't rough make it. so kai was just saying i was still stuck in tomorrowland what a shitty like, situation we all feel the for you <laughs> oh the one in the oh no you said in europe so you went to the the original one in belgium right kai? yeah the belgium one yeah because uh originally um no it was after tomorrowland and after tomorrowland I did a trip around Europe, like to Croatia, to uh, Russia, to like other places. So, um, but those those plan with friends. But my other friends, they went to the gorge, and I was like, ah, damn it! What <laughs> year was that that you went to tomorrow? I think uh, we went on the first week weekend. I think. Yeah, you went in 2018 or twenty nineteen. 2019. Oh, the, last, the last one before the pandemic. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, oh, I nice. saw your posts and I'm like, where the hell is Kai? Kai is traveling the world. What the fuck? <laughs> and we were gonna, we were in Amsterdam that same year and you were like next to us in Belgium or something. Yeah. Yeah, like so before before we went to Tomorrowland, we went to uh, Amsterdam and Rotterdam to pick up uh, candy. <laughs> as Anna Maria would call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that a boy, and, that a boy, catching on to that. <laughs> and dude, like they have the best candy. I, I swear to God, it's like, um, like I think we bought everything on. They want some of the stuff were on the premium, but some stuff was cheap, like the mushrooms and like the obviously the weed is like pretty cheap over there and pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. But the stuff we had to like hard to get into Tomorrowland. The stuff like no, we do. We got everything in. It was easy considering um, like what we put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't really. I mean, in, even in the US, they don't really, really search you that well. I mean, they pat you down, but that's it. I would not disclose any of your secrets in this room. Just FYI. And and they are <laughs> recording this show, so I might just cut this part. But. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, about the music, uh, <laughs> moving on. 
<laughs> so yeah, Tomorrowland, logistically, what the fuck are we gonna do? I don't wanna camp. Get an Airbnb! Get an Airbnb. No, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't get it, don't get it. Listen to Akai. Um, she, so, we already, yeah. <laughs> so 2019, what we did was exactly that. We got Airbnb, like in a small town nearby, uh, boom. And then we had to get a dedicated driver, like a cab. The drive was to Tomorrowland and back, right? But the problem with that is that they can't drive us all the way up to the festival itself. They, they had to drive us to like the edge of Boo, the town. So it would take us like 30 minutes to walk in and out of the festival. Wow. So You got yeah, tired by the time you got in? Yeah, so it's like, no, so the problem was getting out because they won't allow us to stay in that city because it's a small town, right? And the natives don't want us to, like, you know, bothering them. So basically, they'll have a little thing, like a little walkway that takes you out of the city, and then you can get on your ride and stuff like that. But that walk, when you're, like, tired and everything, it just feels brutal. Especially leaving, you just you want know, to go home to bed, and you're just like, "Fuck, God!" Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I saw yeah. this at EDC Orlando when they started hosting the home base, which was in Orlando as well. But it was like about forty minutes away from the field where EDC was held, and then they started selling packages for home base. So you would stay in a hotel complex. There were like two hotels they were renting out for all need this event. And then it would provide shuttles for everybody and after parties and pre-parties and all these things. It was so well done that I regretted not taking the package because you paid a lot of money, yes, but you had the transportation provided, the food was provided, you had after parties that you didn't have to pay for that everybody else who didn't stay there had to. And all these people, all these DJs came to those parties and we bumped into Lee Foss in the elevator. We were like, is this Lee Foss? Like, is this him? And and those people got everything there at home base for free, and plus they just had to pay like a nominal value for the EDC ticket. So that was super well done. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious about the packages that they offer for Tomorrowland. I don't know how that works. Like, would it would it make sense to do that? Yeah, it makes more sense to do that because it's like it includes everything, like for like the hotel before and after Tomorrowland, I think, and the camping. Uh, so. The camping, I would suggest you get like the more like bougie one, like the it's like the it's camping. Like a, yeah, it's like a little hut or something like that. It's like it's as long as it has bathrooms, please. Yeah, oh, I'm the same. And a shower. And a shower. And showers, yeah. And they have, and they have like a little lounge where you can just drink and and hang out before you go sleep, and they have like a practice bar or something like that. So it's pretty nice. It's worth it, I think. Yeah, I think we have to go with that because yeah, I definitely don't want to do the you know pilgrimage in and out. <laughs> yeah, because I think one time uh, we took the bus home and uh, we I was so tired, I forgot my phone on the bus and we spent like the whole night looking for the bus with my phone. Did you so, find it? Yeah, we found it eventually, but it took us a while and it were like wow. I had a heart attack because I had all my stuff on there. So yeah, yeah. I lost my phone at Love Parade. God, that was sad. That's the <laughs> worst. I don't know how you can do that. That's terrible. Well, I was back in the day. I mean, I, you know, I was, <laughs> I was a teenager still. Um, and yeah, it was my like my second phone ever. It's like a Nokia, and I think it was probably stolen. But who knows? Yeah. Well, now, now, yeah, good idea is to. 
Oh, sorry, Anna-Maria. Now is a good idea to log out of every of your bank apps, even delete them, just <laughs> before you... Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. Venmo, people will use that shit. If, I if want they to find invent these pants for women, because I feel like we have to always carry our stuff. We have no pockets. And I want to invent pants that have pockets on the inside, not on the outside of your pants. So then you can put stuff in there, and it's really hard to reach for somebody else to steal it. Oh, and, and it doesn't fall out. Good idea. Yeah, it doesn't fall out when you're jumping. Like, you put Velcro in there. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The people that make pants hate women or something because they, they even put, like, fake pockets onto all pants, but they never give I hate pockets. fake pockets. Who invented what fake pockets? What the hell? I need this pocket. Yeah. And then you fake me out. <laughs> Here's a so look of a looks. Yeah, it's enough for looks. Well, obviously, you're making it look like there's a pocket. You're just not giving me one because, like, we don't need one. Like, well, guys, we are ahead of you. Kai and I got our backpacks for Tomorrowland 2022 already. So we're gonna post pictures of that uh, in you the. Did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell is us about yours. Back? No, it's not. But mine is like an iridescent. Uh, who made it? Betsy Johnson, and it's so oh, fucking cute. It's like tiny. Her. It's tiny and it's iridescent. And Kai, tell us about your backpack. Yeah, mine is like an LED uh, backpack because you show like any picture you want on the, on the oh, back. Cool. So it glows in the dark and stuff like that. So, yeah. So can you program the pictures? I can make you some art. Let me know beforehand. Hell yeah. You can program anything you want. So, it's, I mean, anything electronic you can do, you can just program whatever, right? No, I don't know because just put our podcast. Yeah, just be popularize the pod <laughs> and various different That sounds amazing. I can't wait to see that. I'm just gonna bring my camel back, which is like purple iridescent, but it has a water pouch in there and the, like a straw that goes all the way around your shoulders, which is great. So you can literally hydrate everybody within your sight. That's oh. what I normally do. I stuff it with Gatorade and water and then walk around and have everybody drink on that. Because <laughs> nobody drinks. I don't nobody think that's going to be um, okay past COVID. Well, um, yeah. Given COVID, yeah. but like if we're okay together traveling, then at least you guys, I'll keep you hydrated. No, I think it will be okay because by that time we all be vaccinated. So, hey. I think the world changed after COVID. I think we don't just go back to drinking out of everyone's glass like it was nothing. I would. So much more aware. Dude, when um, it's about I'm water not... or dehydration, I'll drink the fucking straw thing. You are already taking candy to candy. It's like, this is the worst of your problems. <laughs> I will stuff the straw down well, your candy throat doesn't have... and I'll make you drink. <laughs> I'll, I just don't like those chemicals. I'll, I'll take the drink, no matter where it comes from. Awesome. I'm going to hydrate. You can use uh, candy water. Yes! I like your ideas, Kai. <laughs> yeah, but you still have to drink some more water after that. More candy water. <laughs> this is That's Kai's the worst stuff. idea you've had all this time. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. So I'm thinking We're going to uh, be so trashed. I'm just going to say this to listeners. Thank you for having patience with our asses here in this podcast. This sounds like the worst plan in the history of plans, but I like it too. What do you mean? We got our tent. Uh, we got Kai buying all our tickets. That's done. Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no pressure, Kai. Okay. <laughs> no. Like we had previously kind of said that in the beginning that we just, you know, Venmo Kai a bunch of money and then he can book the tickets. Because it's so hard. I hear it sells out in like five seconds. Yeah, so so it's a lottery uh, ticket. It's kind of like how they do with uh, Comic-Con. So it's extremely, extremely hard to get the ticket. So I suggest 
when's your turn? Just get the global package, the uh, like, you know, the the hotel, the camping, everything, all in one. So and because maybe, those 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 sell out. So yeah, maybe one person then should actually get all of the tickets because what if one of us is too late and then you all get tickets and that one person doesn't? Maybe it is a good idea if one person gets all of them. Yeah, and how much is the cost? We should probably kind of diverge into that and get yeah, ready. we also Make had sure we are ready for that. We also had a question of like, uh, yeah, like how, how did you all get in last time, Kai? Like you went with all yeah. your friends. So the first time we got it, we couldn't get the tickets through the official lottery. So the next thing we did, we went through something called Via Gogo. So it it basically had tickets already, but they sold it for like twice the price. So it's more expensive, but it was just a standard ticket for like the, I think the whole weekend. So, but now, like, I got the same thing for last year, which they pushed it to this year. So I'm guessing they're going to uh, probably push it again to next year. So you already yeah. have tickets for 2022, maybe? Yeah, but I'm going to cancel it because if they cancel it for this year, that means it's another cancellation. It's not a, it's not a postponement, right? It's a cancellation. Oh, you don't so think they're going to move year. it over to next year's? I don't know, because... uh they're gonna choose whether they're gonna have Tomorrowland for this year or not next month. I doubt it. Oh, they're not gonna have yeah. it now. There's no fucking way. But I was thinking, since you bought it, they just returned the money instead, or instead of that, have you booked for the 2022 event? But probably they just cancel. Yeah. Yeah, and you really can't uh, book it, book the Tomorrowland until like the February of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. we'll. I, I I believe in the one person method. We just have to figure out the costs and uh, yeah, we all know each other. We'll. I trust you guys. Someone will just have to pay a whole ten grand, <laughs> you know. I purchase. Mean, that's what credit cards are for. Credit yeah, that's what credit cards are for. Thank goodness. Actually, if uh, if any of you like uh, live in Europe, we can actually use your address to send all our stuff there. Yeah. And then we could just meet up there and then go to the hotel with the global package and, you know, and just go yeah, for I'm the... In, it's perfect. I'm in Europe. I'm just going to drive because I'm like four hours away from it. It's like oh, going to Miami, Steph, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, six hours to Paris. Uh, and Belgium would be like... I see we're doing road trips in our future. Yeah, what do you mean, Kai, all your stuff? So you actually bring stuff like camping? stuff or what wait what do you mean like, you said like we had we should send all our stuff oh you mean like the ticket oh yeah i'm sorry the the ticket like the ticket information stuff like that sorry yeah yeah okay wow we have so much logistics done i think this is super and it's gonna happen it's isn't that crazy that you have to do all this before you go and go kind of out of your mind and enjoy yourself out of your mind <laughs> well just imagine planning something like this for burning man where you literally have to bring every single thing to the tea and then have to take everything with you back that's even more logistic that is on my bucket list have you been sure. no never but no. i really want to that's definitely have you? a dream no i haven't been but i was supposed to go too. last year as well so mm, yeah, did you have year. a tribe kai yeah we our office had a I had a group or so already, so yeah. I was supposed to go with them, but then, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, 2020 happened, yeah. That's definitely on my bucket list. That's, like, epic. 
Yeah, I have well, a I, I have a friend get... who goes. If you guys need like a tribe and stuff, maybe I can hook you up with him. I wouldn't go because I would be the one dying out there. Oh, she we just lost her. She died. So yeah, I'm like, okay, nature killed me. No, like. Yeah, and the hell no, man. Like I need a bed. Like, yep. Okay. You gotta get those fancy RVs. I have a group I'm talking to here in South Florida, and they want to go all out. They want to have like an RV with a hot tub inside. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm part uh, of this group. Just okay, tell me okay. When. In that case, then I didn't realize right. all these fanciness exists in the world. About it. <laughs> if you guys we are on the same page about this, then hell yeah. I just didn't want to be like, oh, I'm the rugged one who like you know, out there in the camp, and you know, I I don't know, don't do that you. stuff. We're not in college anymore, and we're not poor anymore, so we can afford a little bit of bougie ability in here, okay? Yeah, I believe so. Well. That. <laughs> yep. Especially after this, uh, I'm, I mean, I've been saving money left and right, even though I don't want to, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Stephanie's online. buying drinks is what she's saying. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just read into her words. I don't know. I can't think of anything else. I think we got it all covered. I'm so excited now. You said pick your favorite song, Brentley. Oh, well, yeah. Pick your favorite song. If you guys did that part, did you do it? I did. Well, like I said, uh, for me, it's not a song. For me, it's just the, the Yo was one that I've been listening to like crazy. I'll send it to you. I'll send it in a group, actually, so all of you can listen if you guys want to. Yeah, and we've already put yeah. up our pictures, so we're going to share that to Insta. And... Uh, mm -hmm. I'm looking for my song now. I had it queued up and then all these uh, other things. What's your favorite song? Oh, you song? mean to play it? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, oh. why not? We can play that, not oh. the whole thing, but like, you know, a little Mention taste. <laughs> a little taste. Mention and then play. And then, you know, what's your favorite song, Anna Maria, right now? So, my favorite DJ Yoto just released um, a very Anjuna Deep like release with a uh, collaboration with Brive, and it's called I Want You. And it's beautiful, deep house song. I love it. It's really I nice. Think we it's just a very fresh release. All of these, um, of all of ours, whatever we just mentioned right now, I think we should all share all of them in our group and then maybe share them also on our Insta so the listeners can listen to them. Yeah, well. that'd be great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. What about you, Kai? Me, I have, um, so my, I have a kind of oldie, so I, I have that um, favorite song called uh, Sandstorm by The Root. No, oh, that's classic. everyone's classic, classic. classic. favorite. Of exactly. course, of course. Nobody, Even I don't know. Video it is awesome. Right? Okay, so. so Kai, get this. This is the song I always think of when, so when I think of you now, um, because you told me you're from Ecuador. I know that what you're gonna play, but I can't hear anything right now. You know Anamaya? How do you know? The Ecuador song? Yeah, Sesh. Sesh Ecuador. Sesh Ecuador. You know that melody. It's very popular. Ecuador, he stands on the top of a mountain and he's just like, yeah. I played it, but you guys can't hear it. The Ecuador? Yeah, you can't hear it in Clubhouse, but yeah, I played it for the recording. It's awesome. Oh, okay, good. So let's, and we share all of them in our group and on Insta or Twitter. 
Oh, I know cool. you were surprised. Like as soon as I heard you say Ecuador, I already knew what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I'm Euro dance list, and I play it often. This, this is our is shared Euro dance heritage. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so exactly. I grew up on Viva, uh, and like you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they had the club rotation every Fridays or Saturday, I can't remember which uh -huh. day. So good. Club rotation. Friday. Fridays. Yeah. That was awesome. That's <laughs> takes me way back. <laughs> so, yeah. The title again. Ecuador. That's, that's it. That's it. By Sesh. S A S A. It's it's a. And you will like it Don't if you like the Darude stuff because it's kind of that same era. <laughs> yeah, you you probably gonna like this one because it has a very similar melody and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah, my favorite is. Uh, I can just wake up every single day to this song. Uh, that's what I do actually because I can't get my morning started properly. So I just play uh, play a Grande by. Um, Sophie Tucker, who I think sings in uh, Portuguese sometimes. Uh, so this one is partially, I think, in Portuguese. Is she a part of Iconopop? I'm just playing it right now for the pod. It's beachy. So I don't think they are part of Icona, but they have duet with her, or like a collab. Or something. Okay, because I saw it in her description on Twitch, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that she's Iconopop," but I wasn't sure if that was correct. No, I think they are just together, and I don't know where are they, but they have every day, every single day at ten a.m. Uh, a live yep. DJ set. Yep. Yeah, she goes yep. live every day. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> they live together, Tucker and Sophie, and I'm like, I just so jealous of you. Like you're like the best roommates, you know, that I always wanted. You just play music, and then you wake up the next day, you play some more music. They're just roommates, and they do this music stuff together. They are so adorable. Wow, that's that's amazing to to have you know roommates that do that. <laughs> right, I so yeah. I actually always wanted a a good roommate and I wanted to I actually got the question about like you and stuff and they're like would you were you ever roommates or would you be ever roommates and I'm like you know no. I I think being a roommate with anybody especially friends would probably ruin the friendship because I'm so particular especially at my age right now I'd be like oh why is she doing that like she shouldn't be doing it this way and I know myself too much like I I you know I can barely live with Jared so well how are we gonna <laughs> how are we gonna share this tent in uh, Tomorrowland, this is going to oh, be I, rough. I can do, That's no, I, I can do a few days, I can do a few weeks, I can do a few months, but like living together for good or for like years, that's a different story. Like, I don't get annoyed immediately when I see you. Why is she picking up the egg like this? We all gonna live in terror, guys. <laughs> like, I'm afraid. <laughs> no. I'm afraid. I would say days and weeks are good, but take my words. As we get older, roommates are just so hard to be around. Like I said, we're not in college anymore, so you can spend the money on the rent and do it and have peace of mind. But going to festivals and having roommates is awesome. Plus, yeah, I meet a lot of new people everywhere I go, especially on festivals. And Stephanie knows this about me. I'll talk to everybody. So you don't want to go home. People. Yeah, you don't want to go home from a festival when you're in such a good mood or, or, you know, and then come go home to an empty house or something. Like, you, it's it's great to have, even, like, before you go to the festival, like, you pre-party, you, you hype each other up, you, like, you know, go to breakfast together. It's just, it's a fun time. It's like... It's like a vacation with family and friends. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's how we used yeah. to do Vegas too. So, you know, you go with a group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your last festival, uh, Stephanie? My worst or my best? Oh, no. <laughs> what was your worst festival? I, I asked her, I asked, <laughs> what was the last one? No, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm changing it now. I'm changing it to what was the worst. <laughs> oh, no, the worst one was one in the IE, Inland Empire. Um, it was in Redlands or something, or Riverside. I don't know, but it was made, like, it really was just in some kind of warehouse. <laughs> and it was mostly, like, 18-year-olds. And um, so that was... Um, that sounds like that had no production value it's just like here is a place here is some music enjoy yourself it's San Bernardino it's one of them like it's just as sad as the you know you know you know the IE right I don't go there I've never been exactly you don't go there exactly yeah Um, that's all you need to know (laughs) so yeah it was a lot of 18 year olds just you know being on drugs and yeah just, uh, i mean you know when you're I 18 it's kind of cool houses around yeah. here okay good yeah cool yay <laughs> you know most of the meth comes from the ie so you can yeah. tell fresh so anyway, from the source right yeah. here <laughs> sounds fun yeah. oh my god yeah. i know you just described my high school days <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh meth <laughs> did you grow up in socal in the inland empire kai where did you grow up no, yeah, it's in SoCal, like in Orange County, but uh, Orange County, yeah, okay. Like, like, like I said back then, there was just a lot of these pop up parties uh, mm-hmm. in warehouses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty much like that, like over people's houses. Yeah. And you have cops just kind of like breaking it up. It was just go to the. House. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. You just go to the next house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea is to hear that you guys—they are just eighteen. They are having that phase, okay. And you went to a party where, like, you know, like, you're out of that age range now. You, you're you more refined. I mean, I never went through a meth refined. phase, but okay. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no I'm not talking phase. about the meth part. I'm talking about the warehouse 18-year-olds. And <laughs> the yeah, meth. No, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was terrible. It's literally in an industrial area. We're like, this is where the race is. And we're driving and it was like, there's nothing here. And then there's like this sad little warehouse. And then you see a bunch of 18-year-olds like lined up and you're like, yeah, that's um, that's where it is. <laughs> and there's something about younger people not wearing deodorant because it happens a lot in different places where I go. Even in Florida, you see all these people in their like early 20s or 18, 19 party. They stink like body odor and nobody wears a deodorant. And I feel like that's the true pandemic of the United States. Yeah, that sounds the grossest thing I've ever heard. Are you serious? It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And then they bump into you and then they lift their arms up like the DJ goes, everybody put your hands on. <laughs> no, please don't do that. Like, disgusting. Ugh. Okay. That's why you have uh, bubble, bubble parties, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why you have that backpack that Kai has. You can just put there like... Put your Dio on. <laughs> These messages. <laughs> subtly. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> okay. Super subtly. You just dance right in front of him. And yeah. Like, you <laughs> or tell them you're giving them drugs and give them a mint. What was your worst party, Anna Maria? So I think the worst experience I had um, was when I was completely overwhelmed. I was so excited. I paid so much money for this party in Miami. I went to a warehouse party. And it was Adam Bayer and Cyrus D, which is Eric Pritz, Alter Ego with their DJing. So it was like technos, really great techno. And the production of lights was amazing. And I took candy from a stranger. And 
I got so overwhelmed by all the lights and you couldn't, there was really not good airflow in the warehouse. And I get sometimes a little bit anxious and like I feel claustrophobic if I don't have enough air. And then people just started bumping into each other. It was body on body. And I just had the worst time. I had a panic attack and I was not feeling well. I had to go outside. The only outside that was in there was by the porta potties. And I hate porta potties with a passion. I had the worst time at that party and I didn't care how much awesome music they were playing. I had to get out. And I I was there literally for 35 minutes and they went for four hours and I said, no, I can't. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Did you leave or did you leave early or? Yeah, I left and then I was walking the streets in Wynwood and because it was during Miami Music Week, we were just going with my friend back to the party where we came from, which was actually Anjuna Open Air at Graham's and it was awesome but that ended like an hour before this ended so then we went to sit at the parking lot at the toe jam back lot listening to Elro because we didn't want to pay another ticket like it was like $80 for just like 40 minutes you know of music so we just sat at the parking lot listening to Elro from the distance and then waiting for our friends to get out of this party. It happens with other shows I mean I went to one yeah. of the like totally different music but the Lana Del Rey show in Berkeley that was put on by such amateurs that people were lining up for a mile or two outside to get into the event. And it was like, shit, it started an hour and a half late. And every it's like you could tell those promoters that people never even put on an event before. It was like, crap. So, yeah. Yeah, I think if there was more airflow in the warehouse, it would be one thing. But I also took the candy and that was not making me feel any better. And then I got into my anxious mood. And once you're in that mood, it's kind of hard to dig yourself out until you have to like actively think about it. But it was just one bad impulse and, and trigger after another. And then I hate when people just bump shoulders and like walking by, like they don't even see you in there. And that's what really, I, I really don't like it. I like my space, at least like a little bit of room around me. And this is just crowded. And Everybody who was there, who stayed from my friend groups, they said it was amazing and they loved it. But I just had a bad, bad experience mm. because of how I felt and yeah. how I was stimulated. That's why I'll be the candy-free person. I'll be one of your, like, all of your moms, bitches. Like, I'll be like, hey, you need to hydrate, honey. Okay, are you ready? Did you sleep enough? You're Let's the go rave dance. mom, yeah. I'll be the Sorry, rave mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the only sober one, so you guys can trust me. <laughs> I do so the when, rave mom thing sometimes. I still do, even if I'm not sober. <laughs> I, I think you gotta do that because you gotta look out for each other, right? You can't just like let everybody do their own thing. Yeah, Blur, baby. Blur. Yeah, exactly. Right. What's the worst experience, Kai? Is it one of the warehouse parties? Uh, no, it's like um, we had a friend that kind of OD a little bit. So oh, from, from, then on, from then on, we had to like you know what we had to look out for each other nobody goes up on their own uh, rule of two you know just make sure everybody goes with a buddy yeah like that, so. yeah that's that's pretty bad yeah luckily i've never experienced anything like that yeah that's some serious stuff yeah like i think um in tomorrowland i saw people pass out in the porta potty oh yeah on their food Uh, I see that. You see that at raves, you see people like tripping mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, because people just take too much, or or they don't know what they're taking, or stuff was mixed with bad stuff. And yeah, you always see it at festivals. You usually see if you you remember Anna Maria on the Ark. We ran into that one girl that was passed out. Um, on yeah, the that was sitting on the stairs, completely all like not knowing anything is happening, not responding really, but a conscious 
she must have been definitely like on drugs or something well, yeah, and then of some of her friends came and um i think they were trying to help her to go to her room but that was scary because you i mean obviously know your limits because if you don't the fun is over and then you're just gonna regret it and everybody has a bad time all right is there anything else we should share I think no, we're I think good. I really, yeah, this is so much fun. I really yeah. had so much fun talking to you guys about everything. Yeah, we're already over an hour in. I think this is a perfect time for our listeners. And as always, please follow us on all the things at Your Trash Weekly. If you want to send us an email anytime at yourtrashweekly at gmail.com. And please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if you have that. And yeah. Listen to us next week. Bye. Yeah, we're going to be on Clubhouse probably next week as well. Bye, guys. Sure. Until next time, trashy listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.